Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to the new series of Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kerry Kermode. At the weekend on a very blustery Saturday, I popped down to the Southern Young Farmers Plower Match held at Strandhall Farm on Gansey. And I took a trip to Peel Cathedral for the opening day of the Manx Nature Show. First of all, Kiri, um, welcome back to the new series, to yourself and our listeners. Uh, hopefully over this uh, next six weeks or so, uh, at the end of it, we'll be uh, venturing and getting bits of the Young Farmers concert, I'd imagine, at the end of it. But uh, on the farms, um, busy time. I was talking to Brian Radcliffe, who will be here from our next week's programme. Um, but uh, lambing, a lot of people started the lambing. In particular, up north by you, Simon, there, there's many uh, farmers well underway with the early uh, spring lambs and they're growing like bumbies by the look of them there. There's plenty of grass on the north, so we're uh, doing really, really well. And some of the pedigree farmers are underway with the Suffolks and Texels and a few Charolais around the countryside and they're more indoor uh, looked after. But um, yeah, March will see us underway with the normal uh, crossbred sheep flocks around the island, so look out for them in the, in the countryside. Uh, yeah, they'll be frolicking about in the daffodils in no time, I suppose. Yes. Daffodils are out round us, but I mean, is the is the much gossip around? Obviously, uh, you're more in the know of the the farming world than myself, so uh, much people worrying about it. The, the budget will be coming up soon as well. This is it. It's always worrying times with uh, outlets for farmers, for markets, and and what's trending and what's not trending. But um, at the minute, the farmers are in winter routine. They're keeping the stock well fed and looking forward to an early turnout for spring. Uh, housing through the winter time is expensive. Crops that were planted and bought by farmers were expensive. Fertilizer has come down in price a little bit. Uh, they're saying energy costs will come down in in July in 2023. So who knows? But still, input costs are a worry, and uh, farmers are, are making good and saving where they can. But uh, stock is looking well at the minute, and it's certainly making people a lot more business focused on what they're going to keep for the year ahead and making plans for the crops they're going to plant too. Yes, there's always a sort of set um, thing to it, but when you can do it is always the vital thing, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. The weather at the minute, with it being awfully dry through February, and we'll hear from the from some of the fellas at the ploughing, uh, the ground is ready for uh, turning over to get the, the spring crops planted. But, you know, it is the cost. The price of diesel has gone up, so to turn the soil over with big, heavy machinery, it will cost more planting seeds the fertilizer to grow the seeds it will be expensive so yeah it is um always these questions at the back of our minds what's going to work and and what's not and whether the farming methods change or diversify even yeah because one of the worries i suppose as well will be um uh, with the Ramsey Bakery gone and Laxey Flower. I mean, the the wheat growers that have been so prevalent on the island over the last oh, decades or so, uh, they may have to rethink what, what they're up to. It is such a shame. It really is. An island like ours needs to have food security and be looking after what our, our growers and producers do produce here on the island. Um, it is a crying shame what's going on with the wheat and hopefully with DEFA and the farmers they can come to some arrangement where this can continue and we can have a vibrant agriculture um, at the minute there's awful negativity but we need a boost of confidence we need a lot of support and um, a lot of drive forward and, and look into the future and um, what's gone on with Ramsey Bakery is such a shame but uh, we need to find what's good for the future and move on. 
Indeed. Well, one event uh, which has just got underway is an exhibition uh, at the Peel Cathedral. It's going to be opening uh, every day for the next three months or so. It's called the Manx Nature Show. Uh, we'll be finding out more about it in a second or two, but uh, one of the brainwaves behind it was Jen Adams from the Manx Whale and Dolphin Watch. So um, this is the Manx Nature Show that we're at today. So today is the opening day, um, but actually it's an exhibition which will run for three months and basically it's just a gathering of all of the local environmental groups so there's 22 groups involved and they've each been given display space within Cathedral Isle of Man in Peel so people can come around um, and learn about the different environmental groups and who they are and what they do how to get involved and pick up a leaflet. How did this all get started? How did it come about? Because obviously you're involved with the Manx Whale and Dolphin Watch, which is uh, based in Peel. Yes, so it was actually Cathedral Isle of Man that approached us, um, just us being a local charity with a presence on, on, on Michael Street in Peel. And they said that we want to do more for the environment within the cathedral and the gardens. Do you have any ideas? And we sat down and came up with um, just came up with this concept, which kind of developed over the months, really. Has it, has it took a lot of planning, or well, when you say there's twenty odd uh, groups involved, I mean they must have been all. Uh, how keen were they to get involved? Very. Oh, everyone's been yeah. really keen, actually. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the first time that something like this has, has really happened, where all the environmental groups have got together for such a long period of time as well, um, and. Really, the idea behind it is to showcase not only the environmental groups, um, but what they do and how people can kind of find out about maybe the lesser known groups. Because some people think of oh, the environmental thing now, it's just global warming, but there's a lot more to it than that, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's so much wildlife just on our very own doorstep. And another idea behind the Manx Nature Show is to make nature accessible for everyone. Um, you know, no matter what you do and what your lifestyle is like, you know, there is there are those things on your doorstep. The specific thing that I like about it is the Isle of Man, it's, it's, it's renowned across the world, isn't it, for the, the waters around the Isle of Man coasts and uh, the interest in hedgehogs. There's a massive range from large uh, species to small. Absolutely, and there's a lot of th things that maybe people um, don't think of or perhaps that people are afraid of. So, for example, there's a, there's a spider group here called Eight Legs of Man um, and there's the Dragonfly and Damselfly group. There's us who take care of the whales and dolphins. There's the Wildlife Trust. There's so many different things here. And what about the, the workshops? I'm looking at a list of uh, different weeks because you've got three months of this mm. exhibition. And it's not just the weekends. No, so the, the great thing about this taking place at the cathedral is that it's open seven days a week from 9am till 6pm. So anyone can drop in here whenever they want, um, just being sort of mindful of church service times. And they can look at the boards and they can take part in one of the many workshops. We've got loads of workshops already um, that are all online for you to view. And they range from things like bug hunting to, to um, a bat walk, bird songs and learning about birds' nests and loads of different things. And these workshops will all be taking place um, around the cathedral gardens or inside the cathedral or using the cathedral as a starting point to then go out and do a, a nature walk. And the great thing as well about it is you can come in, there's 
tea and coffee here today, obviously, but yeah. there's, there's colouring books for the children, and, and, and so there's some for young and old, if, if the kids get a little bit bored, the, the folks can go around and have a look at something while they're colouring in some of the, uh, you, you know, the, some of the pictures that you've got ready at hand. Yes, there's plenty of children's activities which will be here continually throughout the show. Um, there's a, a quiz that you can do that takes you around the gardens and also the inside of the cathedral. There's an activity to make a, a pledge for nature, which is really nice, and lots of colouring and quizzes. And you can always help yourself to refreshments inside the cathedral, just for a donation to the cathedral. So it's uh, finally here now um, you can chill out at the end of today but I bet you it's, it's been an exciting day uh, with lots of people coming in and out yes we've had um, we've had almost 200 people through the wow. doors today and everyone's been so positive about it and especially the groups that have taken part I think they've really appreciated having this opportunity to get together and showcase their work and to talk to people about what they do what about uh, people who are interested in coming now the, uh, on the workshops? The, I think you've set up a special website? We have set up a website. Um, you can just find it online by just typing in um, the Manx Nature Show into a search engine and it will come up. There's various links where you can, you can find it. So www.manxnatureshow.weebly.com Now Weebly is spelt W-E-E-B-E L-Y, so weebly.com. Another thing that we've got for you to look at is our exhibition of natural curiosities. So these are things mainly from the Max Museum. They've very kindly loaned to us for the next three months. And it's things like um, there's a hair skeleton, there's a little frog skeleton. I could do with that. <laughs> there's, there's a megalodon tooth, which the kids absolutely love because children are fascinated by, by the extinct megalodon. Um, and loads of just interesting things for you to look at and to read about as well. And you can get, uh, finally, more details on social media as well? Yes, so I've set up a Facebook page. Um, so on Facebook, just typing Manx Nature Show, and that's the Facebook handle there. So that will have all of the workshops um, listed on there too. Jen Adams from the Manx Whale and Dolphin Watch telling us all about the Manx Nature Show uh, that has been held at the Peel Cathedral uh, for the next three months. And, uh, well, loads of the workshops, the people that are being involved with it, the Isle of Man Woodland Trust, the Isle of Man Beekeepers Federation, uh, the Isle of Man Fungus Group as well. So you'll be able to get your toes sorted, uh, Kiri, with that one. <laughs> uh, also, uh, the Eight Legs of Man Beach Buddies will be there, Manx Bird Life and the Manx Bat group, and uh, there'll be various workshops across the weekends. Uh, there may not be uh, people there all the time, uh, but uh, you'll be able to go into the cathedral and uh, just have a walk around, and all the information is there, uh, plus some artifacts uh, from the Manx Museum that are on show for the first time as well. Isn't it really yeah. wonderful? All this at our fingertips, all the nature that goes on in the Isle of Man, all under one roof, but it's so important that we do get that balance, that we get it right and, and help where we can. Our countryside is very beautiful, isn't it? And organisations like that helping give the knowledge to the general public or young children and so we can preserve it and look after it for the future. Indeed. You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermud and myself, Simon Clark. Well, the 
massive part of the agricultural world on the arable side of things, obviously, is the ploughing. And uh, we get quite a bit of it on the programme to do with the ploughing competitions that still go ahead and the various ways that uh, the ploughing of the Isle of Man fields have evolved from the horses uh, right through to the massive tractors and ploughs that they have today. And uh, you were lucky enough, even though it's February, but I think it's one of the last ones of the season, is it? It is indeed, yeah. So they've been running since October, uh, the competitions. I think they have eight in total. Um, And it was really, really such a great turnout on such a blustery day, but it was dry. So I popped down to the Southern Young Farmers Plough Match held at Strand Hall Farm on the Gansey Road there. And firstly, I caught up with Nicola Ronsley and the Heavy Horses. Now it's a couple of years since I've seen you Nicola with the horses and the ploughing. Now this looks very good job done today down at Strand Hall here. Yeah it's not bad going, um, it's breaking up a little bit but you know that's probably because we're sandy soil and it's been quite dry recently. It really has, February has been exceptionally dry and I suppose these big beasts have probably been enjoying it and living outside. Yes they live out 24-7, I've actually managed to drop a bit of weight off some of my rather rotund horses <laughs> at times but yeah so but they do need that strength though don't they yes, to do the, the do. horse ploughing because this is an age-old art and it's lovely to see that you're still carrying on yes yeah unfortunately there's only me ploughing at the moment so but it's you know it's an expensive hobby oh, I and, and hopefully <laughs> somebody will come along and I'm hoping to get to the British Nationals again later this year. So Oh, excellent. Yeah. So something to aim for, yes, isn't it? Yeah, that, that'll be down, um, where is it, Somerset this year. Oh, nice. That Side of country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after a hard day's ploughing, there's definitely reward. Oh, yeah, I think there'll be a pint or two after, yeah. Not too many, though, but, no. yeah. So that said, how's the season been going for you? Um, it's been going OK. I've I've done okay. I, I actually won the Kronk Navody match outright this year. So, yeah, it's been, it's been okay. Yeah. They're not your normal horses that you'd see around the countryside. No, the, the one we've got here with the white mane, she's a Comtois, which is a French breed. And I think there's only two on the island, and I have both of them. Oh, and Duke here, special. the darker coloured one we use, he's a Clydesdale cross. So one of his parents was actually a great big heavy horse really? and he yeah, came cool. out oh. shrunk in the wash as I call him. <laughs> but his, his full brother was 16 hands high, he's only 14 too. Well, but he's perfect for this job. He is, he's never let us down. Mm-hmm. He's getting a bit old now, he's getting a bit grumpy at times. But once upon a time, Nicola, the horses were used for ploughing through the you know, through the season yeah. and it, this yeah. was the job. And you talk about tractors now yeah. and you, uh, they're measured in horse yeah. horsepower. So yeah. this is where obviously it originated yes, it from. Is. Yeah, they, these horses, they'd have ploughed an acre a day when they were, so you know, good, it's, it? I've done half an acre. That was exhausting, yeah, and yeah. we did plough an acre, and it took us weeks because oh. we had to do it after work. And oh yeah, this so is it. but it was enjoyable, and I ploughed the headlands, which is something you don't do at a match. Yeah, yeah. So going round corners was a bit. <laughs> oh, I'm not used to this. But yeah, it's it's you know everything was done with horses, hay making, bringing the hay in, harrowing, sowing. The whole lot. Yeah. Well, Emma Farragher, you're here down the south of the island, all the way from the north. I'm all but lost, Kiri. <laughs> How are you getting on today, Emma? We're actually doing really well today. We've just got the clash left to do and then dinner time. So it doing looks all well. Right. It does, yeah. We've done well today. Nice so job. How did you get involved? It's not often you see a lady driving the tractors. 
I know I wanted to plough for years when I was younger and it was just finding somebody willing to take obviously a young girl to do it because it's more of a, a boy's job yeah, isn't it yeah yeah this um, is it. I wanted to do it and Billy and Vera came and said you know well I think they were after Glenn really and Glenn didn't want to so I said well I'll have a go I want to do it and 16 years later, Ronnie's still putting up with me on a Saturday. <laughs> How has she been doing today, Ronnie? I think she's doing very well today. Yes, yeah. yes, considering the ground is very uh, breaky. I see. I think we could have done with a bit more rain on it. Oh, never. It normally has been a dry month, norm- though, hasn't it? It has been dry, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, normally uh, the ground is good to hold, but down here today it's dry up on the bank. Like, yeah. mm, Never mind. And, Same and for everybody. This is it. But does the soil differ between the matches? Oh, definitely. <laughs> and then it gets worse. The soil is gradually getting worse as we're getting older. Really? No, oh, they're ploughing too deep now and fetching all subsoil up and stones. Never used to be up. No, no, no this is it. Well, you see the, um, the agri-environmental scheme there. They're trying to come away from ploughing. They are, but they'll still got to be ploughed if you want it nice, though, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, these tractors are making it awful tight now, aren't they, the big tractors? Can you think of a big tractor now and a rotator on the front and the drill and the mule spinner all on the back? That awful weight going over drains and tiles and that. What type of is the Manx style you're in? Oh, it is the Manx style, yeah. Yes. Oh, I, I, I don't think I get interest in the other ploughing now. No, no, no. So why would the Manx style be different from the other ploughing? Well, it was always used handy for the man with the fiddle. Yeah. And uh, or thrown by hand first. It used to be uh, Lenny Forsyth down in Ballaholly. And he used to come over to Mount Rule to his brother to sow, and he used to get a hundred and a half in the brat and walk up, and I would be just had it with the horses on an angle, and he would come up just as if it was in a corn drill. Never. Yes, the drills could hit the grain, hitting each side of the, the Manx style tops, you see, and falling down in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it just makes a nice little bed there for Ma- it. A lovely bed for it, yes. Yeah. And then yeah. just tips it over the top, yeah. and just yeah. all you need, isn't That's it? That's all it needed to. Yeah. Oh, I don't think much to get corn germinated at all. No. Mm. No. No. Ground, ground was only four inches deep. Was deep enough for anything, really. You look at the grain, pull grain up, it's only on the top, like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think eventually the farmers over here, if they don't get far, far, back to cattle and stuff on the farms, I think they'll be back to getting nothing out of the ground. Really? Is oh, it changing over the years already? I, it's very much so. You go to some farm, a little farm now, and you get barley, and you just hunt weight and a half, and there's no bother to get it in the bag. But you want two bags to get it in the farm. There's no fertilised, no cattle milk manure on it. I see that in the south of England they're saying the same, like they're yeah, desperate to get the, the cattle and sheep back on yeah, the body's it. Farm yard. Worked out of it. The body's all worked out of the ground. I see. Yes. Yeah, no, no growth in it. Yeah, we, I went down to the Craig with uh, Allison's and uh, the field had been let off all the time. And uh, we ploughed it up because it was all white grass in it. And we reseeded in two days. Two years later, it was all back to white grass again. He said to me, what's wrong with it? I said, it's just short of shit. <laughs> short of the farmyard muck. It was the farmyard manure, and we'd done it twice. Never looked back. Really? Never looked back. Yeah, no. I, well, you've got to feed them, haven't you? And you've got to feed the ground. If you're taking out, you've got to put in. This is it. And you, these modern fertilisers, they're just not cutting it, are they, just seemingly? Like, just like me. If I don't get something in me just now, I'll be... Clapping. Oh hell! <laughs> I want feeding. You I want feeding too. <laughs> so, gonna carry it on with Emma then? Well, I, well, we might have a new one next year. Oh. And a little girl wanting to have a go, I think. Oh, is there? And I a see. little boy, and a little boy too. Oh well. Yeah, well, so. that's no, that's brilliant. You're passing your knowledge on, Ronnie. Oh well, I'm trying to, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, she's doing well, all right. Yes, yeah. No, uh, I wouldn't say she's improved an awful lot from the time she was a kid. 
She was how many years ago was that we started? <laughs> many moons. Right? No, it wasn't many moons. But ten years, wasn't it? Sixteen. Now you were sixteen. Well, no, sixteen years ago. Yeah. Right. Well, there we You're are. Still only a kid. This is it. Well, she's good though. She's doing a oh, good job. She's doing a good job. Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, I'll let you get finished. Yeah. If she does a good job at this finish, I might give her a cuddle or two. Oh, look out there now. You're on a promise there, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Behave. Right. See you now. Good, see you. Well, Steve Ennett, um, chief man down here today for the Southern Young Farmers Plower Match. How's it been going? Uh, not too bad, Kerry. We've got a cracking uh, crack turnout today. There's 17, 17 um, plough women and plough men. Um, so, yeah, really, really, really good turnout. And uh, the weather's with us today as well, which is, which is good. Um, because yeah. it is always hard to try and encourage people into more the agricultural side of um, young farmers. There's an awful lot goes on with the concert, the quizzes, a lot for charity. But this side is, is such a practical side and so needed in agriculture to this day. You know, do the young people do come along and try and get involved? Yeah, they do. There's, there's one or two out today um, you know, of the younger, younger generation. And, um, you know, it, it's needed. To keep it to keep it going, Kiri, it's you just got to keep these young guys coming in because uh, you know we're not getting any younger, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering you're going to mention it. <laughs> but that said, your scene is still a young farmer. They can get in touch with you, Stephen, and come and have a go. Absolutely, you know, any time, you know, give us a shout and uh, you know come down and have a go. I've got a spare tractor and plow. Yeah. Um, yep. There's there's many a tractor and plows around, you know, and um, you know don't be afraid of asking. Well, Dave Corrin, the last time I spoke to you was down at Balakwagon and uh, it was one of your first goes at ploughing. And here you are following the plough today. I am, yes, yeah. I mean, I must admit, I'm still learning to plough myself. But this young fellow, Charlie, he showed up a few weeks ago and, yeah, he just showed an interest. And when these young fellas turn up and want to have a go, you've just got to help them out, haven't you? This is it, So absolutely. I said, you know, some young farmers come down and you can have a play sort of thing. Well, so, and yeah, he's doing all right, yeah. Well, it looks yeah. like a good, uh, good job, right. doesn't it? He's changing the core of it, isn't he? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Is he doing any better than you? Well, I couldn't comment on that, could <laughs> I? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get a word with uh, Charlie here and see how he's uh, feeling for the day. Right. Charlie, I believe this is uh, one of your first goes at ploughing. Dave Corrin there, the fellow that's helping you, you know, he was only a beginner last year and now you've got him walking behind you. How have you got involved with this? Uh, just came down to a few matches and uh, Dave was like, do you want to have a go ploughing at the Young Farmers? My granddad used to do plough matches, he was quite good at it, so I thought, yeah, why not? Why not? I had a crack. Yeah, and how are you finding it? Uh, good, yeah. Hopefully keeping me lying straight. And and so, so how did you get involved with tractors or uh, agriculture in general as a young fella? Uh, well, my granddad was a farmer, so, so I spent quite a bit of time on the farm with him. And then we moved over here. My mum was like, I plough matches on, went down and washed and thought, why not? Have a crack. Keep, keep the young blood coming through, like. There we go. That was Nicola Ronsley first with the horse ploughing. Ronnie Fairburn and young Emma Farragher from the north talking about the Manx-style ploughing and how things have changed. And Steve Ennett, the organiser from the Southern Young Farmers. And a beginner, Charlie, ably shown by Dave Corrin, who was a beginner himself only a couple of years ago. A really, really great turnout for the Southern Young Farmers ploughing match. Uh, don't forget then, if you have anything or like to suggest anything or come on to Countryside Programme yourself, leave a message here at Manx Radio for Kiri Kermode or myself, Simon Clark, or you can send an email to countryside at manxradio.com. 
And also one last thing from the Manx National Farmers Union. They're doing a survey on sheep worrying here on the Isle of Man. It's based on questions from the National Sheep Association survey of 2023. And they're just trying to collaborate some of the data together to evaluate the true impact of sheep worrying and attacks on the Isle of Man specifically and the campaign for stronger measures to protect the farms. So you can find that online at... uh, Manx National Farmers Union or alternatively have a look at the National Sheep Association's website and uh, fill out the survey to help gather the information they need. It can cause so much distress for all involved if an incident does happen so please please just keep your dogs on leads uh, around the farms at this time. We're back next week with more so until then from me Simon Clark and me Kerry Kermode we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.